All right, hey there, and welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, today I've got Bishop, I've got Dizzle, Buck, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly on the camera, and we are discussing um, the topic, what does the Bible say about anxiety? So, as usual, we will kick it off to Bishop. Just know there's not going to be no intro for this. You're I know, just, he's just leaving it hanging to it. Wow, there's no, like, no help. Well, you define it. How as, ironic is it that you came up man, with the I'm term so, off the cuff? I know, right? Yeah. Uh, will you define anxiety for us as we start? Okay, I didn't look it up Webster-wise. Okay, but, we can Google it. Yeah, you can Google it. Um, but in my mind, anxiety is letting uh, a situation or a circumstance overwhelm you emotionally. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'd be curious to see what Google says on that. Anxiety. A feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Pretty close. I think, I will say this, I think... Um, more people experience anxiety in our culture than ever before. Um, I do think it is becoming an epidemic. See if there's a percentage on there. Um, and, and I know pastors that suffer from it. Yeah. Um, that, and I think that's that's kind of the gateway into depression. Yeah. Is, is the anxiety. Link, yeah. Um, and it's something that that I think the enemy is using. Um, to his advantage uh, to fight against the church and fight against individuals. Right. Um, it is something that's real. Uh, for a while, you know, I used to be like, y'all grow up, you know, get a grip. But mm-hmm. um, as it has affected my family in different ways, um, I've had to take a different approach. And in counseling, people have had to take different approaches. You, you can't be so hard-nosed about it. But at the same time, um, you want to address the issue. Right. right to to bring about completion. Uh, one of my one of the things I remind myself of a lot, um, and I try to encourage is Isaiah twenty six, where the Lord said, "If you keep your mind on me, I will keep you in perfect peace." Mm-hmm. And so the opposite of anxiety would be peace, right? Right. Um, and so I think it's initially it's it's not it's not one of those things that you can just say, "Well, j- honey, just pray about it." You know, it's not it's not right. that. Or, you, you're not reading the word enough, you know, or you wouldn't be anxious. No, no. I I mean, there there are things when I read the word, I get anxious over. Because I'm like, oh shoot, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it's it's got to be an understanding that that there's not a simple fix for it is is a is what we want necessarily. Um, do I think the answer is Jesus? Yes, the answer is Jesus. But there's some practical things you need to do and look at in your life to help bring that about. Right. Number one, I think, is going back to Isaiah 26. And, and if you keep your mind focused on God, he promised to keep you in, in peace, in perfect peace. There's no greater peace than perfect peace. Right. Um, but, but there are steps and things you've got to do in your world to help bring about that perfect peace because I can be praying for perfect peace all day but if I fill my life full of things that make me anxious now I'm not saying you lay in the bed all day and do nothing so you can be in perfect peace right but <laughs> when you got when, when you choose to have something going on in your life every single night of the week mm-hmm. and you're working 40 hours a week and you're going here on the weekends and you're we don't rest enough and I think because we don't rest enough, it's brought about this this chaos of anxiety in our lives because we, we don't seem like we can handle everything. 
I'll leave that there for now. You got a little... Yeah, you know, there's a lot you more in there, but I'm going to dial it back. You got a little passionate. Yeah. All right, Dizzle, back. what you got, man? Huh? Um, so you're asking about statistics. It's one of the most common mental illnesses in the U.S. Um, it affects 40 million adults, 18 and older, or that equates to about 18 to 19% of the population. Wow. That's actually pretty high. Yes. It doesn't and, sound and like it. Like classified right it as a mental disorder. Yeah. So when I, when I go back to that definition... Um, there's another one under psychiatry, and it's a nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with compulsive behavior or panic attacks. So, hmm. but I guess my struggle is I don't I don't struggle with anxiety like like that. You know, like yeah. I have my worries and things, sure. but not to that extreme. So it's really easy for me to throw scripture out, like Philippians four six. You know, don't worry, but pray about everything. Um, so it's it's easy for me to do that. Um, yeah, you're about as chill as a person I think I've met. But I do worry sometimes. <laughs> um, I just don't show it, you know. But but I think so. For me, the disorder aspect of it, I don't understand fully where that comes from. Right. My my initial thought is there's something underlying that happened in your past, something that's that's put you there, you know. Because right. I don't think I I don't know that you're born with something like that. Like it has to be through experience, ultimately, you know. And so um, I've learned to be more sensitive to this than I used to be. Because used to I'm with you. I'm like, why you worry? Because because I don't struggle with that. So I'm just like, dude, just pray about it. Like give it to God. And I think there's a certain amount of that, obviously, because I think Scripture. um, You look at Jesus in Matthew chapter six, and he's like, I take care of the birds. Why would I not take care of the people that I died for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's my thought process. Yeah. So there is a certain amount of that that I think God can definitely take that away. And and maybe that's the issue. Maybe we don't fully trust that He can actually take it away. You know. But again, I, I I'm, I'm sensitive to that because I know there are people that genuinely struggle. There's a difference between a worrier and a person with like the genuine like anxiety, sure. like of that yeah. uneasiness right. feeling. You know. Yeah. So. There you go. Right, but leave it there for now. I, I was saying, way I think that anxiety can have a, a couple of different forms about it. You know, it, if sometimes when I'm, I guess, deer hunting, we all like to hunt. But if you're deer hunting and you got a big buck that comes out, you know, before you can possibly harvest him, if you're lucky enough, you, you're scared that some something's gonna go wrong. You know, but then again, that's one form of anxiety. You know, you you want it to happen. You know, if, if I got called up today to go in a pickup game with the Boston Red Sox, I would have anxiety facing Chris Sale, you know. But mm-hmm. but then again, oh, you got to come out of the batter's box. Right. But then there's another side that we put our own self into situations that lead to anxiety. Right. You know, if I don't, if I don't pay my car payment for eight months i don't need to be worried and looking out the window that it's fixing to get repoed or get licked you know by the lizard lick but but it's just there's things i think that we put in ourselves because like Derry said philippians 4 6 does say be careful for nothing you look at the esv it says be anxious about nothing but everything you know give it give it to god um i don't think god wants us to walk around here being a bunch of worry warts and anxiety driven and depression and all the other sisters that diseases that come from that but yeah. but it is real and so um and i guess a lot of people the question too which you kind of brought up like how much of it is self-imposed right you know what i mean like 
if you put yourself in a situation where yeah, you, you know would. you're going to be, in, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I think some of that's on ourselves as well. Um, if I can't afford a $100,000 vehicle and I buy it, and I got payments for 50 years at $1,000 a month, then yeah. obviously I'm going to be a little nervous. It's going to cost me to be anxious. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking out the window. I ain't sleeping at night because I'm thinking this piece is going to get repoed. Or licked. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing, because I've never really dealt with this, you know, um, in a major way. The only thing I can equate to it, and, and I don't remember the year, but it was early on after I started singing, uh, and when I first started, I, I did solo stuff, you know, like a Sunday morning special before the pastor preached. And um, I had been singing a little while, and, and I still remember this day that it was probably just a few minutes before, you know, I was to, to go up and sing before the preaching. And the lady was leading the congregation and this overwhelming anxiety just it felt like somebody had grabbed me around the neck and i couldn't remember the lyrics of the song i couldn't remember nothing and i just drew a major blank and i'm i'm trying to get eye contact with her to go <laughs> this ain't uh, happening just, yeah just cut it you know just move on to the preacher right and she wouldn't look me in the eye to save her life and the only thing i could do was i panicked and i just I just backed up and rolled out <laughs> and went to the restroom. And I figure if that ain't your sign right there. Yeah, so I just I sat in there for a few minutes till I heard the preacher preaching. Uh, but that was, and I remember thinking this, I'll never let that happen to me again. Because that was a very, that was a bad feeling. Um, and then just in this recent probably year or so, it's amazing how many people that I've come in contact with that do deal yeah. with anxiety. Yeah. So it is a major issue. Second uh, Timothy one seven says, "For the Spirit of God uh, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and discipline." Uh, anxiety, fear, and worry is obviously from the devil. Then mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned Matthew chapter six about not worrying about what's going to happen to us because God's got us. Uh, in the palm of his hand. Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would say this, that I believe that uh, there are people or circumstances that have caused the anxiety in our life. And I would, I would try to help the person replace the anxiety with scripture mm-hmm. or music or you know, um, that put all put on thing. Yeah, yeah, Philippians four eight. Think on things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. You know, not just take something away, but replace it yeah. with good thoughts. Um, and then also, you know, whatever's triggering the anxiety and worry in your life, try with everything within you to avoid it. Right if at all possible you know yeah and you're gonna have to say no to some things yeah mm-hmm. like like you know we, we got to carve some things out mm-hmm. so that we can allow uh, some time I, I think a lot of it does stem from we don't get enough rest yeah um our culture is go 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 mm-hmm. all the time um and eventually I, you wear out yeah and and we don't we don't recognize the sabbath anymore in our lives and i'm not saying a sunday i'm saying a sabbath and uh, like like is even recorded the the man uh, 
The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That's what Jesus said. It was made to bring man rest, uh, to regroup, because a week, seven days, there's a lot going on in seven days, especially. Right. Our, and so, you know, Jesus, 2,000 years ago, said, hey, I, you know, through the his time on earth, I'm giving you this Sabbath now from the beginning of time. The Father has given us the Sabbath to give us rest, to help. I, I think a lot of it, we, we're going too much. We don't rest enough. Uh, and, and and then everything just seems to pile up because we can't we can't figure out how to how to manage it. I think my Sunday afternoons need to be nappy poo time. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think it's a chemical imbalance. You know, I don't think it's not quite to the point of uh, depression. Yeah. You know, manic depressive those things. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's controlling your mind. Yep. You know, uh, the word, and I can't think of the exact scripture says, pull down the strongholds, yep. you know, um, that are in our mind. You, you bring those things under subject to uh, your spirit, mm-hmm. you know, because remember, there is a spirit and there is a flesh there, there if you're saved, and they fight constantly against one another. Yep. So basically mm-hmm. all day long, you're, you're controlling uh, what you say and what you do and what you think about. So, you know, you do have a lot of control over, uh, I think, what you think about. Yeah, and, it, yeah, and how not, not, what you do with it when it comes in. Yeah, I don't think we have control necessarily of everything we see and think about. But right. as soon as it enters in, you do have uh, the control right. to either ponder upon it yeah. or discard right. it yeah. because you know it's not good for yeah. you. Yeah. So, And um, I think, too... You talk about being busy. I think on the opposite spectrum, sometimes you're not busy enough, so you got too much, yeah, too, too much time. Because to to a lot of people yeah. struggle with it. Sure, they're just sitting around their house sure. doing nothing, sure. and then yeah, your you mind need to be just busy. Sure. wanders. You know, there's got to be that balance, that yeah, moderation there for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah no, that's um, a good point. Let me. I'm gonna share a couple quotes with you, and then I want to share a book that came to my mind. But um, this is a shout out to Sarah Danner. Okay. She loves herself oh, some Bob, Bob Goff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he had two quotes. Um, I actually spoke about anxiety. Or the question was asked in our class: Is it a sin to worry? Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a couple of quotes that I found that I thought were really cool. But the, he said this: When you've got a guide you can trust, you don't have to worry about the path you're on. Nope. So, uh, is God really like your center? Is He are you sure. really in His Word? Are you really studying? Are you there? You know what I mean. Um, if you're really worrying about stuff, ask yourself if you're as close to God as you should, because I think He fills those those places. Right. But the other thing I thought was cool, He said this: most of the things I have was afraid of never happened. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, it's like, anticipation yes. of things yeah. that you get so worked up, and then it mm-hmm. was never like that right. anyway. And yeah. I'm with you. The only time I've ever been close to that is like when I've had to speak or sing in front of people when I was younger. Yeah. And, like, weird stuff happens. Like, the lip quiver and your knee shake, and you're like, dude, this doesn't happen. What is going on? Right. But, like, it was never as bad but. as it seemed in the moment. Yeah. And so yeah. there's that. But the book I want to mention is uh, by a guy called Levi Lusco. It's called I Declare War. And he talks a lot about things about the mind and different things, but some of it is about anxiety and depression and how you can battle that, but it's just a battle of the mind. Yeah. And so <clears throat> if someone's listening and they you know, really struggle with it, I would highly recommend reading it because it's it's solid stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of equate it to the gym and working out. You know, you've got a goal of if you want to be healthy, you want to be fit. Yep. So therefore you put together a plan to go to the gym and work out and sometimes we get trainers to help us, you know, reach our goals. Yep. What does it take? It takes discipline. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the, the mind and the spirit's the same thing. Yep. Um, you've got to discipline it to start doing the right things right. Right. and not the wrong things. It's like eating your diet. I mean, you can get, you can't outwork a bad diet, right. you know, until you really change those things that you're eating and intaking into your body. You're not going to see the change that you're wanting. Right. You can go work out for hours and it's not going to happen. Right. But when you change the diet, the intake of what you're bringing into your body right. uh, and the workout, yep. you know, you match the the good intake with the mind discipline then things will start to change for you um and until you do those things i think you're just spinning your wheels and you're going to continue to deal with it over and over and over um so any final thoughts before we close out i think if it if you look at it too is anxiety a a form of a lack of faith Um, could be because i once heard a financial guy say that he he puts himself in in a position financially with his investments that if the lord did not show up he was going to be in some big trouble (laughs) so if he didn't have that faith that the lord was going to provide then that would make anybody have a severe level of anxiety but he, he he forced his faith to be more powerful than his anxiety because he knew that if the lord didn't show up and show out he was in a bunch of trouble so faith is major major and isn't it uh, what it's all about? I mean, if we if we have a large level of anxiety, is it because we're not truly trusting and having that faith? So to see how they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's different with each person that sure. you talk to, um, but God is the ultimate chain breaker, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, He can do all things, um, but we've got to let Him do it. You know, he wants yeah. to do it. I mean, he's a father to us that wants to see his children thrive. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to see us worry and anxious about everything because, you know, in in, in him, he's complete. Right. He can supply all of our needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's really nothing for us to, to be anxious or worry about when you yeah. think of it in those terms. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you for being with us again for another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, if you deal with anxiety and you're watching this today, um, you can reach out to us through our Lebanon uh, page or one of our personal pages, and we'd be glad to help you in any way that we can. Uh, but we'll see you here next Monday, same time, different topic.